What up, people? Welcome to the Pushball Black Show. I'm your host, Christian, and this is the Bears cast for Super Wild Card Weekend. And the Bears lose to the Saints 21-9. to And I don't know what this means for the team, but I feel annoyed because this is one of those games where the defense for like a half kept everybody every kept the team close. New Orleans is not a good football team. New Orleans had well, let me let me take that back. As a team, New Orleans is is a good football team. Drew Brees has flashes still, but Drew Brees is basically a game manager and he might be done after this season. And there were many times throughout this game that I'm like, this team is... Matter of fact, I said it last, last week. I'm like, this team is beatable. You can beat the, the Saints. The, the Bears took, took them to an overtime game in week eight. And the Bears just... It, 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 it was almost like they really didn't know what to do offensively. And this is a situation where... I feel like if you want to fire everybody, fine. If you want to fire Chuck Pagano and say the defense is not up to par and they're not taking the game, the, the uh, they're not getting enough takeaways. Although they got a they got a fumble recovery and they they nearly got interception, but uh, it was ruled it was ruled the ball touched the ground. They're not get they're they're not getting they weren't getting enough takeaways throughout the year. If you want to let Chuck Pagano go, fine. If you want to let Ryan Pace go, that seems to be the the rumor that Matt Nagy's safe, Ryan Pace isn't. I have my thoughts on that because I feel like Ryan Pace, his evaluation of quarterbacks leaves something to be desired. But that dude did build a pretty good defense and. He's found um, guys in the later drafts, in the later rounds of the draft, that have been contributors. And in Darnell Mooney's case, might be, if they continue to develop him, might end up being a star. And he um, got Allen Robinson. Like, you're not going to hit on all your drafts picks. Um, the Miss Trubisky thing, I've said this from since... He, I've said this many a time. The whole, his entire draft class is one of the most dishonest discussions in football. There was, n- like, none of those people, with the exception of Deshaun Watson, was NFL ready. Deshaun Kaiser was young. Mitch didn't have any, Deshaun Kaiser entered the draft, he was 20, so he was young, so he was raw. Mitch was raw-er, because he wasn't ex- as experienced as as uh, Kaiser was, Mahomes was came from a air raid style offense and was inconsistent. So you so he was basically drafted specifically on arm talent, and you're hoping that the arm talent, that the once in a lifetime arm arm talent can be accurate enough to run the system that they run, and it it was like it was it's amazing what he's becoming in the short time he's in the league. And Deshaun Watson was NFL ready. 
The problem with the Mr. Trubisky thing is twofold. One, it seems stupid to draft him because at the time you drafted, uh, you signed Mike Lennon because tangibles. You, you liked what you see, what you saw with Lennon. Um, then you draft, you, you, um, then you went ahead and you drafted Mr. Bisky and you drafted Mr. Bisky, you traded up to, you traded up to get him and, um, yeah, you traded up to get him and you traded a draft pick to get him. So you, you gave away an extra draft pick to get him. If Mr. Bisky, if you... Because they had the third, I think they had the third pick. If you if you draft Mr. Bisky with the third pick, and it doesn't work, then I don't think the, I don't think the discussion would be as it is now here. There's also a few articles that that basically Ryan Pace. It was said that Ryan Pace didn't do his due diligence as far as scouting Deshaun Watson. Um, I have my reasons for that, but I'm going to keep those to myself because I don't have the article pulled up, and there's not there's not a lot of time. I don't have a lot of time, so I'm one of the few people that I would say Ryan Pace has done okay, and if you want to give him because Nagy has two years on his deal, so if you're keeping Nagy. And if you want to sign Ryan Pace to, like, a two-year deal so they can end together, cool. Um, but I think Ryan Pace is fine. If you want to let Matt... Now, this is what I would do. I If I am the general manager of the Bears, Matt Nagy goes away. Like, I'll just eat that two years. There's nothing that he has shown me to say that he's nothing more than a coordinator masquerading as a coach that has good intangibles of a coach. So, to me, he's Tim Tebow of coaching. Like, I just don't, I think he has the intangibles enough to be a leader to where as your team will like him, but I feel like his refusal to understand, because part of his job was to get a, part of his job was to uh, develop Mr. Trubisky. Matter of fact, that was one of the, apparently, as I, if I remember it correctly, that was one of the um, biggest conversations him and Ryan Pace had when they, uh, when when the deal was signed. Can you develop Mr. Bisky? Yeah, I can. And then Mr. Bisky, like you get here, and you're in the second season, you're running this offense that. You're running this offense that Mitch can't run instead of just saying, look, we're going to like do we're going to tweak this offense or we're going to put in plays that you're comfortable with because we're going to win because this defense is good and we're going to win as many games as we can. Like there's I know he's won two playoff. I know he's got to the playoffs twice. I get it. I understand. But. Those playoff, like the the fact that it started out so bad, and the fact that offensively there have been times where this team is gone. And last year, 
this team didn't make the playoffs. Last year, this team didn't make the playoffs. This team, this year, the only way this team made the playoffs was because they had an expanded play. They had an extra playoff game, probably because of COVID. But I don't know if they're gonna um, keep the the seven team playoff per conference thing. So if this, I realize they got eight and eight, but to me, it's one of those situations. Yeah, you can keep them, but is it really gonna? Is it really gonna do anything? It's 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 like it's like you making you're you're saying that I'm trying to think of, a, of an example here, but it's it's almost like the Kyler Murray, um, Josh Rosen thing. Like yeah, you 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 got a first round pick right, and you you have the ability to get. Kyler Murray, you got your first round pick. Josh Rosen is a good prospect. He's shown some promise, right? And Cliff Kingsbury, you make a decision to be like, yeah, we're winning, but or we we have our QB, but this dude is better because this because I think this dude will give us a the better chance to win in the long run. Yeah, you can keep Matt Matt Nagy, but is he gonna be? Is he has he shown enough to say? Well, he's well. He's actually a coach that we can win with, because Aaron Rodgers is still there. You know, like I'm, I'm looking at the rest of this league, and this division isn't. It's not the NFC East, but this division has talent to it, and all you need is Kirk Cousins. That I don't trust Minnesota, and I don't trust Detroit, but. The quarterback situations that they have in the Matthew Stafford is probably is a borderline Hall of Famer. He's just been on a bad team, and Kirk Cousins. Even though I don't trust Kirk Cousins as a, as a QB, that that's an that's an example. Like another example, Kirk Cousins was another example. You got RG three there. RG three, you know, was was electric, but Kirk Cousins ran your system better. And so they so they kept them. So, but in but that's a season, that's an that's an example where Kirk Cousins and I know I'm like going on a riff about Kirk Cousins, but this is what happens when you're in Dallas and you see that division a lot. Like you you're you're gonna be okay with him, but you're not gonna be you're not gonna win a championship with him. And I feel like Mr. Bisky and and Matt Nagy are in the same boat as far as coaching and as far as uh, quarterback. I have a feeling that if you want to keep Mr. Trubisky for like, if you want to give him a short-term deal because there's nobody out there, cool. But I would let Matt Nagy go just to see if I can salvage Mitch. He's done, like, yeah, it's silly in 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 theory or in practice rather it's silly to fire somebody that's that's went to, that's gotten to the playoffs twice and had one losing season in a three year span that's silly but there's too many issues that i that I, that I see with this offense and with this team that the the coaching staff 
like the coaching staff has warts, both of them. Defense coordinator has 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 warts because they don't because the ball is not being taken away like that. And as far as the coach, as, as far as like the head coach, Matt Nagy has done nothing to me to prove that he deserves to stay the coach. Like the only thing being. I'm going to not call plays and not run the offense that I want to run and let Bill Lazor call plays and figure out how to save Mitch because we're all about to get fired anyway. So let's salvage the season. And that's kind of what they did because they got to the playoffs. But there's nothing about that this this uh, head coach that tells me that he's worth st- keeping. But he has two years left on this deal. So if they decide to keep him, fine. Ryan Pace appears to be done with his deal. So if they want to let him go, depending on who you get, fine. But yeah, I would not be surprised if people get fired today. Um, I don't understand why Anthony Miller punched someone, punched uh, someone in the head wearing a helmet. That doesn't make sense to me, but okay. Um, there was a lot of silly penalties like that. There was a lot of silly, like, neutral zone infractions. The Eddie Jackson penalty in the red zone when you basically stopped the Saints in the fourth quarter and have them kick a field goal and you do a neutral zone infraction and it's a first down. Like, what are you doing? The... The... Um, unsportsmanlike conduct against Anthony Miller when you're down a receiver against um, let me get his name right Chauncey Gardner-Johnson like that's what Chauncey Gardner-Johnson does that's what, that's what he does he's done that before with Javon Wims he says things why are you punching dude in the head um, I don't understand for the life of me why David Montgomery in this game had, let's see, had 12 carries for 31 yards. And, he, and the reason why I say I don't understand that, 10 or 11 of those carries was in the first half, and then they just stopped running the ball to him. Mitch Trubisky played scared, and it's not him, but it's just, going back to what I was saying earlier, like, in order for Mitch Trubisky to be successful, Nick, um, in order for um, Mitch to be su- successful, Matt Nagy can't be coach here. He can't. They don't. Matt Nagy doesn't trust Mitch. Bill Lazor, if you want to let Matt Nagy go and like elevate Bill Lazor as like head coach or something, cool. Or Chuck Pagano or something, cool. Because I feel like Bill Lazor is kind of figuring out like, okay. How do we how do we get this kid? How do we get this kid efficient? But you know, I, I have a feeling that if Mitch if uh, Mitch doesn't leave and they end up signing him to a deal, I have a feeling that Matt is gonna have him call like because they got Nick Foles in a long term deal, and you know there's a th- there's thought process of you can't have Nick Foles like start and I don't know so. But yeah, if you want to salvage Mitch, um, Matt can't can't coach here. But David Montgomery only had 
There were ten. There were like ten carries in the first half, and he got like two other carries the rest of the game. Um, so he had thirty-one yards. Mitch had uh, one hundred and twenty-nine yards, one touchdown, um, and one one hundred twenty-nine pass, one hundred ninety-nine passing yards, one touchdown, and he had three carries and ten yards. And let's see what else is note, because. They didn't because DeAndre Carter, Cordell Patterson, Anthony Miller, and Ryan Nall only had one carry. Um, let's see, receiving Allen Robinson, six receptions, 55 yards. Riley Ridley, two receptions, 36 yards. Jimmy Graham, two receptions, 25 yards, one touchdown. Walk off touchdown to, uh, to end the game. And Cole Komet, three receptions, 16 yards. DeAndre Carter, Three receptions, 17 yards. And Deshaun Gibson forced a fumble. And Deshaun Gibson forced a fumble. John Jenkins recovered the fumble. Deshaun Gibson deflected a pass. Camille Mack deflected a pass. Kyle Filler deflected a pass. Duke Shelby played better than I thought he was going to be, considering he got targeted. In the Green Bay game, he played well. Uh, Danny Trevathan, let's see. No, not Danny Trevathan. Um, Sean Gibson had a sack. And Mario Edwards, Khalil Mack, and... Yeah, Khalil Mack and Joel uh, Bunnikwe said that wrong. Got tackles for loss. Mario Edwards got two tackles for loss. Uh, the biggest problem with this game, too, was the time of possession that the Saints had, especially in the second half, was ridiculous. So the Bears didn't even get a lot of the Bears' offense didn't get a lot of time on the field. But um, anyway, that's about it, man. Um, the rest of the weekend has been really cool. Seen everything. Matter of fact, I got, um, I got Cleveland on in the background, and Cleveland is taking uh, Pittsburgh to the woodshed right now. I think it's, yeah, twenty-one to three. Big Ben had a bad snap recovered in the end zone. Um, there was also an interception, and then I didn't see how they scored the other touchdown. So, but I know it's. But when I turned up, when I when I turned around, they were in the end zone. Cleveland was in the end zone. So, but yeah, man, like the rest of the of the um, playoff games have been really cool. Uh, every time I watch Lamar Jackson and um, Tennessee, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore and Tennessee and um, the Titans and the uh, the Bills, I'm like. These are teams that understand their quarterback, and they build an offense around their quarterback, and they and they see what happens. Because Ryan Tannehill was not is not a game changing QB. It's just he was available and got him, and they built an offense around him. And another example where the Washington Football Team had their third string QB, and they. Was, and it was basically a COVID QB. They're down in their third-string QB because of the Haskins situation. And I think um, 
Alex Smith was hurt or something. And that kid threw for 306 yards and ran for 46 yards and touchdown. So the idea that you can't, that, that your quarterback has to be, you know, like, you know, first round pick. That was a free agent QB. Washington had a free agent QB throw for 300 yards and almost upset the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, like, matter of fact, that was one of the situations where I was like, if Mr. Trubisky decides to leave, that would be a situation where he can come in and he can start right away. Now, if you're Washington, why would you... Like, you, if you draft a QB, cool, but is uh, Heineke the dude now? Can you kind of hang out with him for a little bit, for a minute? So, I just look at other teams, and I'm just like, we have a quarterback with skills. As much as I, I have my issues with Mitch Trubisky, um, we have a quarterback with skills. And with talent, figure out how to unlock that talent. Because drafting another QB, like here's the, here's the thing: drafting another QB to me with this coaching staff doesn't mean anything. Like I don't want to see Nagy uh, get another QB in here. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to. Like people talk about Ryan Pace. Like I like I mentioned, I don't want to see uh, Matt Nagy here and developing another QB. Because one of the reasons that you got hired is so you can develop Mitch. And you didn't. So you think another rookie QB is going to, if you draft a QB, do you think it's going to do any better with Matt Nagy and his coaching staff? So I just kind of look at at other teams and I'm like, you know, why, why can't we do that? Why can't we find a guy that's, like, on the street, basically, and the COVID QB is basically, like, almost pulled the biggest upset of the the playoffs? Like, why can't we get a reformation QB like Ryan Tannehill with the same skill set as Mitch and be like, let's develop a team that doesn't ask him to do much? Like, why did it have to take, like, to where people are almost getting fired for uh, people, for this coaching staff to de- to put Mitch in, a be- in the best situation to win? So, anyway, I'll probably do another one when, um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably. I'll do another uh, show next week when the divisional games are over. And then if um, people get fired, I'll probably do another one. I'll probably do another uh, podcast if people get fired. But anyway, I will talk to y'all next week. Later, people.